Welcome to the Warrior Mindset Podcast. We are your guide as you make your way through life, getting better 1% every day. We believe that life is lived and true victory won through adversity. Nothing easy is ever worth it. We believe in the warrior ethos and support those that choose to walk that path. Today, we're going to talk about three ideas that can change your life. Where did you... Where'd you find that? I found this on Instagram. Okay. As we, but we both follow I, Mark Manson. I follow he, him. He has some good stuff, good Is little it Manson nuggets. Manson or? Manson. Manson, okay. Yeah, Mark like Manson. The, like the serial killer. Yeah, serial killer. Technically, he didn't kill anybody. That's true. But he kind of That's true. made people. He prompted people. Yes. people. He brainwashed them into... So, today's episode is about brainwash. Um, <laughs> three ideas that can change your life. Okay, so you found this on Instagram. That's good. I was kind of scrolling through. Making you know, Instagram useful. You know how we like little bit, we like those little, um, we've talked about this before, but those little phrases make us feel good. Mm-hmm. And um, But to dig into it, like that first idea is like those two minds and... Basically, what he's what he gets at here is, um, and actually, this PDF is available. Maybe you can link it yeah, in, the, we'll in the podcast. Link but it's a 21-page PDF it's with a quick read. A quick read, and you can actually download it on your Kindle or whatever. This guy puts out so much content. So much content. He does. He writes literally all the time. I mean, I imagine it's his job. It is his job. <laughs> he like works yep. all day, mm-hmm. but uh, he puts out a lot of content. Like it's a mm-hmm. lot of content. It's four or five posts a day, that, and they're all. Legit. They're good. They're good stuff. Yeah. 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 And this is like really well thought out. Great examples. Like, for instance, the first mm. idea he has is like the two minds. And basically, right. you know, you, you have feelings, but how you react to them is on you. So a lot of these three mindsets, again, it kind of always circles back, but to ultimate ownership right. of your actions. And this first one was about, you know, if you've ever tried to meditate and sit there, and not think about anything, how fucking hard is that? It's hard. It's very hard. <laughs> so, but you can have you can have those feelings come up, um, or you can have certain situations that arise, or whatever. Right. Um, and how you your feelings are, you know, first of all, not always mm-hmm. valid, in my opinion. Some people might be may hate me for saying that. What you say that again? That not all your feelings are valid. Right. Right, you are not your feelings. You are not, not your, your feelings. Right. They happen, and then you choose how you decide to That's act right. upon them. That's right. So he's talking about these two different minds where you, you have the, the feelings, that you're thinking about things, you, you feel certain things, and then you have a choice. Your second mind is how you react to it. Well, that's important because we – I mean, I've talked to people before, and they, you know the, the thought that they have – I mean, we have a lot of thoughts. We have a lot of thoughts. <laughs> I mean, you know, you're you're a human being, so you think through a lot of stuff mm-hmm. when you're witnessing things or yeah. somebody's saying something to you. You have a lot of thoughts. That's that's not. You are not your thoughts. I mean, if you have a negative thought or, you know, we we all have that, I, 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 we all have that narr- narrator <laughs> in our head that's like, just kill him. Right. But like, right. I know you're going with that. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it, you know. If you choose to then commit murder, then you are a murderer. But if you just think about it, I'm not condoning murder. But it's an example of like, you know, we, we, have, we do think this. And it's important, though, 
to get at what he's talking about is to mm-hmm. understand the, the two minds. And there, there's a there's a term for that, but I can't remember the term for it. But so what he calls it, it's it's a very Eastern type of yeah. philosophy that's slowly. It's a Zen term. It's for a Zen it. term for it. It's thinking mind and the observing mind. Got gotcha. you. So it's kind of like. This is the best way I can picture it. You know if you have a sinus infection, how you feel like your head is extended above your head? Right. It's kind of like you're watching yourself think. Do you ever do that in your mm-hmm. head? And you're like... Absolutely. I'm like, okay, Heather, I'm feeling... And you process it. And I'm a perpetual overthinker, self-admitted. Mm. Um, but I'll like watch myself from outside and be like, oh, okay, I'm feeling this way because of this. This this, 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 is, not a, this is not rational. Like, got you. But I watch myself think through it. If that makes any sense. That's a, but that's what he's talking that's about. That's a good it's step, like, though, in not being an overthinker. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, some people just are. So one of the yeah. one of the um, one of the exercises that that I like to have people do, and you've done it with me in in class, is to sit and think through something, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Like if you're a basketball player, sit and think mm-hmm. through your play. You know, in our our sense, we do martial arts, so we sit mm-hmm. and think through the the movements that yeah. we're going to do. Um, and I I like that because it puts you in that observing mind, yeah, space where you can watch yourself, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is, is it's a strange concept to think about. Like I have to watch myself, but yeah, you kind of do. And, and I think when you're in the middle of a performance, or like maybe you're in the middle of a fight, or whatever mm-hmm. it is, if you can sort of get out of your own Mm-hmm. Like first-person shooter view, right? And sort of envision what you're doing by almost like watching yourself. Mm-hmm. I, I think your performance improves. That's a really good point because I went on vacation recently and I brought back some sand from Saint Lucia, and I could have done got in the water and did kata in the water, right? And that I could do that. We must like do it. It was way harder just sitting there and thinking through it in my head. Yeah. And doing it that, like, that was way more challenging. And you for got me. a lot of distractions going on. A lot of distractions going on. Yeah. There's families running around. Right. There's bar, There's music playing. There's drums. There's whatever. Um, yeah, where the hell were you at? On a beach. <laughs> got you. Yeah. There's, like, there's stuff going on all the time. Clearly. There's, like, they'd play cricket tournaments, oh, wow. like, on the beach. Like, it was, oh, there's yeah, always something going that's on. That's So, but thinking through it in your head was way more difficult than physically doing it. Absolutely. So, yeah. And it's weird that, like, uh, Coach Devine, he he coaches that a lot. He coaches a visualization. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he approaches it more from a visualization standpoint, and I suppose I do, too. I like that. Mm-hmm. It's, it feels a little more tactile, even though it's your mind. But, mm-hmm. you know, and we'll say, like, you have unlimited repetitions in your mind, mm-hmm. but you won't get tired. Yeah. But you kind of do. Like your your yeah. your mind, your brain still. You get kind of worn out mentally. Of course, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I I'm out of practice, but I used to be able to do all of my like katas, my floor exercises, oh. I, and I got to the point where I could not all of them, the more complex ones. Mm-hmm. And of course, when I was in the middle of a test, like I struggled with the more complex ones because mm-hmm. I hadn't gotten there yet. Yeah. Um, Again, I'm out of practice now. I probably couldn't do three or four, but yeah. like, it's hard to sit there and go through those things. Mm-hmm. If you do have that ability, then when it's time, it's go time. I think, um, I think it's just easier. Right. So, do you think back to like 
like emotions, like the mental part of it. What's the difference to you between saying I am nervous versus I feel nervous? I got yeah, that's a good point. Um, so he talked about that. I thought it was very interesting and a good way to kind of separate your emotions from you have a choice. Yeah, you can own that. Mm-hmm. So how do you decide what to do? That's right. I, that's exactly it. I mean, I don't. This was the first time I've sort of thought about that when and I read I, this. It was really cool. Yeah, I, that this really stuck out to me for my own practice, like you know, self improvement. I was like, oh. That's a good way to put it. It's okay to, I feel a certain way. To me, that means it's not like a perpetual thing. It doesn't have to be a perpetual thing. You can choose how to right. move from that. Absolutely. I mean, that's that's what we all want, right? Instead we all like, want control. Unless, unless you're like, I am jealous. Okay, well, <laughs> you're gonna be that 24 seven? Like, right. <laughs> maybe this yeah. moment you feel jealous, and then let's let's dig into that and see why. Um, I firmly believe words have meaningful impact mm-hmm. on your your mental state and other people's mental state. Yeah. Right. Um, mm-hmm. It doesn't mean I'm super great at communication or super great at using the right words. I just I know that it does, and I think if you are using that with yourself and making that change from I feel instead of I am, I I think that gives you a certain level of um, control, like it gives you yeah. a certain belief that I can change that, like yeah. I can st- stop feeling this way, or I will eventually stop feeling this way. Because it's a pa- it's a passing thing. It's not that doesn't have to define you. Right. And emotions you always can, are. And you can choose, right? You can right. choose whether it defines you or not, but yeah. that's on you. What she talks about is yeah. like basically the like second that. the second idea. I kind of was like, eh, I don't really get it. Well, like he says in the little italics here, the trick is to not fuse with the emotions when they arise. Yes. Right? It's The trick is to not become the emotion. Right. Right. So by uh, saying you are something, yeah. that means you are taking, that is what you are. Instead of you feel a certain way, which could be a passing thing. That's right. You're not controlled by it. You're not controlled by it. Unless you let it. Mm-hmm. Which a lot of people are. Man, which, there's, a, there's a really cool... Uh, uh, where's that TikTok? <laughs> oh, you you oh, yeah. TikTok? Oh yeah, you? I waste time on TikTok. Oh, okay. Um, there's some good stuff in there too. I had TikTok on my phone for like yeah, it's a total waste of time. Like 20 minutes, I was like, this is it's very dangerous. Yeah, but this is where I saw that. And I'm going to talk about it's it's Mike Tyson, and he's in an interview with some dude. I don't, I'm sure yeah. the dude is whatever. And the guy and Tyson's just sitting there, and oddly enough, Tyson's always like quiet when he's in interviews. He just sits there. But uh, he's just sitting there, and the guy's like, um, "Listen, man, when you know when somebody double crosses me or whatever, I just cut ties. I'm done." And Tyson goes, "Well, you lose." He's like, "What do you mean? What do you mean I lose? How do I lose? I cut them out. They were whatever." He's like, mm-hmm. "He's like, you allowed them to change you. Mm. They controlled that. Mm-hmm. They changed who you are." Yeah. And the guy was, I mean. It gives me chills just thinking about that. Like, damn, yeah. that's some deep Zen, like, way to think about somebody uh, and their control over you. Which is the same thing we let our emotions get to us, right? Yeah. We let this shit change us. When you let someone change yeah. you to the point where you are basically a different person because of their shitty behavior, they won. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, it's interesting because we had we got lunch together yesterday and we were talking about one of my past relationships in that 
how I kind of was like over the anger of it. Mm-hmm. And it's not because I don't think it was shitty. Right. But I'm just like, right. That's on you, bro. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> I, I just, it, um, for me to ever like move through that, like I've already processed that. Yeah, you, you can't know? let that control you your let that control, decisions. Because that makes that means that they are controlling me, which that ain't going right. to happen. That's right. So. Yeah, and whether it's on it, purpose it, or not, it doesn't matter. Right, right, um, right. It's kind of the intent is kind of like, deep. That's kind of first chapter is really deep. It's really he needs to write more about this. This is that one kind of like that helped me like real time. <clears throat> I found yeah. the article. <clears throat> I was processing some stuff, some personal stuff, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, this kind of like just hit me hard." I'm like, "This is a great exercise." So if you do anything, read the first chapter. It's actually the longest part. Was because it's the deepest. <clears throat> yeah, it's more than half of the whole PDF. In the notes about uh, procrastination, uh, it's like page six, or whatever. That he's so right. Uh, you know, a lot of oh, people. My gosh. Yeah, that's a good one, right? A lot yeah. of people will not try something new, mm-hmm. or a lot of people will not risk their, I don't know, social status. I don't know what they what you think it is, whatever, by by putting themselves out there, mm-hmm. you know, um, because of the fear, right? They fuse with that fear instead of just recognizing what they're feeling the fear, fear over yeah. and, then, and then attempting to address that. They let it kind of take over. And like he's saying, like procrastination can be a result of the anxiety or that fear of mm-hmm. nervousness or whatever in, into just dipping your toe into this new pool of whatever you're doing. Um, yeah. And, you know, to me, that's courage, right? Courage is overcoming that. That's real courage, to me. Yeah. When I see somebody come into one of my classes or gym or whatever, and they're like a newbie, yeah. And I can, they're like their hands are shaking a little bit when I get next to them and stuff. Yeah. I'm like, man, you're kind of a badass. That's awesome. Yeah. I whisper that to them, like, man, you're kind of a badass because I know this is the first time you've ever done this, and yeah. it's scary. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> keep going, man. You're you're impressive. Yeah. Or, not a man. I just use that term, but like, it's impressive. Yeah, to push through that. For as sure. opposed to the person who just doesn't do anything, does a no show on us. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, just doesn't do it. Yeah, procrastination. I think we've, you know, it it kind of feeds itself too. It's like a self fulfilling thing. The more you wait, the more nervous you get. The more it's like a vicious. It's a vicious cycle. Yeah. And it can snowball really fast. Mm-hmm. Then you're like, shit, I haven't done this entire project. It's due in a week, and I'm going to get fired if I don't do it. On, you know, that's just that's a you know very easy yeah. thing. It could I've be even it. a relationship. could be you're procrastinating. Shit, I've not gone doing... to a jiu-jitsu class just because my pants didn't match the guitar. You oh. know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's all yeah. these. We can come up with all, all these the excuses to fall into this. Yeah. This non-thinking mind or non-observing mind or whatever, mm-hmm. but like. Well, I like what he he gets down to brass tacks. He's like, look, like my job is right to produce, mm-hmm. to post. If I'm like, I'm feeling a little tired, I'm feeling a little this. He's like, fuck it, Mark, get the fuck up, <laughs> <laughs> go to your desk, well, I mean, and do your job. So. You got to do it. Yeah. Even if what you produce is crap, you still have a waste of time. Yeah. And when he says that in the day, like, it's like embracing the suck, how we've talked, we talk mm-hmm. about this all the time, but mm-hmm. 
we're humans. We're not robots. Right. We're going to have feelings. We're going to feel bad for ourselves. We're going to be tired. We're not machines. We, right. Well, we are a it's certain type of machine. what separates us from the animals, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. We, we feel things. We get tired. We, we're going to get sick. Mm-hmm. We're going to, you know, whatever, outside influences. Whatever it is. But in the day, you got to just... You gotta just do it. You gotta show up, man. You gotta show up. All right, so can't get away from it. Idea number two, eighty twenty. Yeah, this is cool. I, I had not. I'm glad you sent me this thing. Pareto, the yeah. Pareto principle. Is it, I don't is what know how to pronounce it. it. Pareto, Pareto. Pareto. I've heard it both ways. I don't oh, know. Okay. Um, I've never heard it out loud. I've read. I've it. only heard of eighty twenty from the business standpoint. Well, tell me how you from think like it, like. 20% of your employees produce 80% of your work. Mm. Right. And that's that's how I've 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 known this. Okay. Pareto. I'm going to say Pareto because that's how I heard it. Pareto. Okay. I don't know. Pareto. Okay, um, that works. That's how I've been presented with this in my mind. Okay. Um, but I really like the way, and, and he's not saying it's any different. I like how he's breaking this down in terms of looking at your life, Right. The possessions, the yeah. So like, like you're only your like you're gonna wear eighty. Like of all hundred percent of your clothes, you wear twenty percent of them. <laughs> or you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Pick out your favorite things to wear all the time. If you think about your daily work, like you work at your job, yeah. probably out of you probably only really truly heads down work twenty percent of the time. I don't. It depends know. on your job. You have a different job. You're, you yeah. Have to, I'm not talking about time you spend talking to people on the phone. That's very true. I'm I mean, that's very... different because you don't, you don't, that's a, it's two people that control that, right? You can't, yeah. you can't be like, I'm only going to take calls from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Like, it'd be awesome if you could do that. But you can't do that because you have people out in the world doing things. Hmm. Uh, but I'm, I'm talking about like your, you know, you got to open spreadsheets and crunch numbers, mm-hmm. build things with your hands, whatever it is. Like, and, and I, for me, it is definitely 20% of my time. Powers the other eighty percent. Yeah, um, yeah, it's straight up. I like the, his approach to even the diet. We talk about this at the gym all the time when it comes to food. Yep. Like we say ninety ten, but that's a little extreme. But eighty twenty, it's pretty. That's pretty good. Um, and then I mean, as an eighty percent eat well, twenty percent eat whatever the hell you want. The other thing I liked he talked about is so true is. The time you spend with people, and I've done that. I think as you get older, I think it just happens. You tend to value your time more, yeah. and you're not gonna spend your time with shitheads. Well, yeah, you're like, I don't and, got a lot of it left, so right. <laughs> <laughs> I have time whittling down. I mean, I'm gonna read. Dark. I'm gonna spend some of my time with people that, but you spent, you know, a few of my friends who I spent eighty percent of my time with. I did not always enjoy being around them, hence I was not happy with my social life. So you can choose, right. you know, that quality over. Over quantity, which is, I have personally done that. So his examples, specifically, excuse me, twenty. What twenty percent of your possessions get you get? Do you get the most value out of? Mm. What do you spend twenty percent of your time doing that gives you eighty percent of your happiness? That one's pretty rad. That one's pretty good. It's a good audit. Mm -hmm. Um, And then yours. Who are the twenty percent of people close to you are close to who make you the happiest? Yeah, I need more friends. What are the twenty percent of the clothes you wear eighty percent of the time? What's twenty yeah. percent of the food you eat eighty percent of the time? It's very like minimal. It's a very minimalist 
approach. A very again, a, a very Eastern type of. It a, is, approach. but the thing about minimalism, though, and the reason why we like it so much, is because it truly exists in all of us, right? It's right. like it's everyone has this desire to boil everything down to the simplest thing. Now, whether you can better. do it, right, or exert the effort to do it is a different thing. But yeah. we all sort of innately realize the beauty in that mm-hmm. right? every that's that's why great art is great right because it's like mm. wow you know like rothko how like, did you get that out yeah there? it's right. so simple right. like i could have done that but like yeah you know they spent the energy to get it there um so yeah mm-hmm. while it is minimal you know a lot of people are gonna be that's like why well it's i'm not so hard that's why it's so yeah. hard living simply is so difficult yeah you especially know, for it, us, especially for Americans, like we're so oh used gosh, to like we're just bombarded with crap, bloat and extra plastic shit from China, whatever we it is. We buy, we buy, we buy. Yeah, right. That, I mean, not even just like physical possessions, but like I have two, I have three devices sitting in front of me right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like just yeah. the information overload. It's crazy, right? It it's Your a lot. Your day is spent. You like you go to bed. You wake up to one screen to move to the other screen. Right. Then you move yeah. to another screen. We even have screens it, in the gym. Like, what the hell? Yeah, everywhere I go. Yeah. That's why I'm okay with making my little old car, because it has, like, three buttons. Yeah. There's no monitor. There's no backup <laughs> thing. Like, yeah. just, like... Just the screen is the windshield. It's... <laughs> ooh, that's deep. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the car's it's the in front frame. of the frame. Uh, that one's good. And the third, third point, reading through this, um, the prime belief, it was so good. I was reading the story of this boy... He's, you know, born into a really wealthy family in the mid-19th century. Um, he wants to be an artist, but his dad's like, no, that you, mm-hmm. you know, you'll you have to live more up to our family than that. Oof. So basically, this, this kid's trying to, like, you know, make his family proud, and he keeps failing at literally everything. Um, he try he travels to the Amazon and he gets really sick and this he has like a pre-existing condition. Yeah, it's a long or story. Many it, long story. Basically, he fails at everything mm-hmm. miserably, and so he's like, okay, well, I'm gonna just kill myself. <laughs> yeah. And I'm laughing, but he's like, I'm just he's like, fuck it, I, I suck at everything. I'm gonna just I'm gonna just end it now. And he's like, okay, no. So he made a bargain with himself, and I'm going to spend a year taking complete ownership for all my failures and if at the end of the year things don't get better and I still suck at everything then I'll kill myself <laughs> well this guy well. happened to be the founder of psychology as we know it today and now that's really freaking extreme extreme but um, yeah sometimes it's how like epiphanies happen and um, how he took absolute ownership for everything in his life regardless of his, you know, mm-hmm. illnesses or whatever. He's like, fuck it. And um, became one of the most successful people. Now that's, like, again, an ex- extreme situation, but... Well, this quote that he has, uh, page 17, he's mm-hmm. got it in bold. There is a realization from which mm-hmm. all potential personal growth emerges. This is the realization that you are responsible for everything you do in your life, no matter the external circumstances. That... That's too long to put on a shirt, but like, it's <laughs> good. Isn't it funny how it doesn't matter how many people we coach or work with or kids we raise or whatever, basically, personal growth comes from just kind of taking responsibility for all the bullshit you create. 
I mean, isn't it? Yeah. It, that's our job. Win it's or like, lose. Just yeah, yeah. getting someone to recognize that. Yeah. <laughs> is that what parenting is? Yes. You also do it you, for yourself, you, too, but a lot of it is. Yeah. 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 It's just, you know, it's... Um, that's For my kids, that is one of the... I, I say it as a joke. I, I only have one rule for them. Is, or two rules in life. One is to do something. And do something. <laughs> the bar's pretty low there. Yeah. The other one is to don't be a dick. But this is really what I mean by that, which mm-hmm. is take ownership of yourself. Like, that's to me, that's what that means. Mm-hmm. When you say, oh, that guy's a dick, it's usually because they're blaming, right? They're mm-hmm. like, it's your problem my coffee's cold. I need a free coffee. Mm-hmm. Like, well, you waited over there in the corner with it for 20 minutes, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, that's mm-hmm. why it's cold. Like, mm-hmm. If, if if my kids just if they just take responsibility for the things they do in their life, you know? Like, I need a job. Well I'm gonna go get my shit together and get a job. Like it's it seems so simple, but if we all just did that, man, it'd be such a great world. <laughs> Don't you think? It would be. Wouldn't <laughs> it? If we all kinda thought that way. But that's really what you it know, comes down to. It comes to that. And I think we're even losing are, weight. Oh my gosh, losing weight—it's just taking responsibility. What you shove in your mouth, getting you know, getting that uh, promotion at work, um, relationships, whatever. Mm-hmm. Now there are your always garden, I don't know whatever you're tending to. There are always life. circumstances, of course, that are out of your control. Yeah, like you might not get that promotion at work because the organization you work for is a giant pile of shit. Or it's, there's a recession. Whatever. There's always something going on. But you still yeah. can take responsibility for how you carry yourself mm-hmm. and how you mm-hmm. handle those interactions with those people. Mm-hmm. You know? You're there. It sucks. They'll make it suck worse by being a dick. Like, that's just going to make it worse. Right. Um, <clears throat> anyway. Hmm. What else you got? No, that's a good one. I mean, I think where I hear... What he says is was funny is like you know of course there'll be external circumstances that that come up like you said yeah and he's like yeah these are gonna hurt like a motherfucker yeah you know but it's part of it's part of life but the question is whether or not uh, the question is whether what you do with him that's right um responsibility like, allows us to leverage our was, pain for empowerment to transmute our suffering into strength our loss into opportunity i was just gonna read that oh sorry no no you're, your thunder. no you're still thunder i was gonna read that exact exact quote but it it is you can wallow you can make excuses um and i hear from even some of my from some of my friends like oh there's no one out there for me to do and then i'm like well what are you doing to right to Expand your network. What are you doing to do this? What do you, you know? Do what you can. Like, because yeah. at the end of the day, like, it's on you. It when everything. And then you have stock market stock stock market crashes or whatever. Like, you can't control right. that, but you can control. You can certainly not put all your money in the stock that's market. That's <laughs> right. You have control how to what to do in that case. Well, we learned so, that lesson, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it comes down to. How you how you yeah. handle things? How so you, we don't always control what happens to us, but we always control a how we interpret what happens to us, mm-hmm. and b how we respond to what happens to us. 
That's right. So therefore, we are we consciously recognize it or not, whether we're, whether we consciously recognize it or not, we are always responsible for our experiences. He says, "Own it." Yeah. Complete. The way I read the the end of this um, article was 100% ownership. I go back to Jocko Willink, but very much like extreme ownership. Own your shit. Yeah. Don't put blame on others. Don't feel bad for yourself. You can't for like a minute. Get over it. Move along. Yeah. I mean, it's funny that I like that he calls it extreme ownership. Yeah. <laughs> I think he did that just to sell a book, but. Um, it's a good title. It kind of works. Kind of. It's like extreme. Not, not like. Not average like, human not like bullshit. Kind of. Like. Maybe take like. He's kind of an extreme guy. 60%. Yeah. 80-20. 80-20. 80-20. <laughs> well, th- I mean, this was a good find. Thank you for sending it to me. Yeah. Um, thanks for talking to me. About it was it. definitely um, new. And I will tell you, I had uh, poo pooed his original book. Uh, what is it? The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck or whatever. I started um, that book and I couldn't. I didn't. I poo pooed it. You couldn't finish it? I thought it was pretty good. Um, when I finally, but I, maybe that's because I'd read read it like years after, sort of like, oh uh, yeah, sort of studying some of this stuff elsewhere. But um, yeah, I thought it was pretty good, and I've I've really fallen in love with this guy's writing, his yeah. Instagram. Follow him on Instagram. Mm-hmm. He doesn't need a plug from us because he's fucking huge. But um, yeah. Mark Manson, he's got good stuff. <laughs> yeah, this is so. This is a free read. So we'll yep, I'll find p- it and link it up. Uh, free PDF. It's really good. Yep, recommend it. Read it. Big notes. Um, I need to print it out to make some notes. There's a lot of good stuff. We didn't even cover half of it. Awesome. We covered maybe 20%. <laughs> Go back to the 820 roll. Wow. Dork. <laughs> Dork. <laughs> Later. Right. Well, thank you. Thank you.